0: And gentlemen, welcome to the show where we talk about flu flubbers and tar tinkers and trum trookers and blum blookers and who wonkers and all the favorite things we love about the holiday season. And I'm here with John Oderman. John Oderman, which one of those is your favorite?
1: Flu flunkers?
0: Flu flunkers. That's my favorite too. Those are all uh, some of the things the who's down in Whoville do during Christmas that the Grinch does not like, but I kind of like them. I think they're okay. Uh, we're How
1: many about, of those did you look up, or did you just go off the top of your head with those?
0: Well, I mean, people can only hear what we're saying, so I'm going to say 100% I knew off the top of my head. And that's, if, that's impressive. If they can so look at my computer and know that I didn't do that, eh, more power to them. Yeah. Please don't hack me. Uh, we're talking about Christmas favorites today. I mean, that's it. Show over. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, everything... <laughs> Wow. Everything from food <laughs> you, you, and toys you went from and, and <laughs> You went to Christmas favorites to right right away going to Ebony, Ebenezer Scrooge route. We're over. It's, it, this is oh, the, yeah. End of the episode. There's nothing to be liked about Christmas. Yeah, no, well, I, no favorites. I,
0: I, I think that it, favorites are to each his own. Like Everybody has their own traditions that they know or they remember. And a lot of people have... Bad traditions or things about the holidays that they remember as well that are, you know, not so good. But but I think somewhere deep down, you either have a food or a TV show or a song or something centric around the holidays that you recall with fondness. Even if you are a Scrooge, prior to meeting ghosts at night, you're going to like something about it. I, I I mean, I'm sure Scrooge liked... You know, a warm blanket by a fire and reading a good book. Or... Well,
1: didn't it, I mean? It, it, if I maybe I'm misremembering like a, a, the the story, but didn't he used to have like warm feelings about Christmas? And he then did it, have it was warm ruined. feelings
0: about Christmas. But even Scrooge's tradition was hating Christmas, just like the Grinch. I mean, that's a Christmas tradition. It, it could be absolutely I, you're you're right. right. Yeah. I mean, just despising everything about yeah. it or looking because a lot of people have Christmas has become commercialized. And so a lot of people will say, well, I don't like the commercialized nature of Christmas. I want the true meaning of Christmas. So despising a certain portion of Christmas or away something something has become. I mean, that's your own little tradition. It may not be as positive as some of the others, but you know whatever.
1: You think Scrooge was like really jacked up on December 26th and then he just progressively got angrier throughout the <laughs> it's year. It's over. Like he's yeah, he's really yeah, happy, yeah. he's dancing and you know, just doing a little jig and stuff yeah. in the streets.
0: I I I just kind of feel like Scrooge grew up in a totally different time. And I know that they were it was set in a different time, but you know Christmas is very lucrative here in the U.S. of A. And, and so True. You, you think Scrooge yeah. would have thrived? You think he would have been like, "Yes, I'm going to take advantage of this. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm not, sp- I'm would, not
1: going yeah. to spend any of my own money. I'm just going to collect the funds uh, from yeah. everybody buying things from me."
0: Well, or, or he would start more enterprise and sell yes, stuff. Yes, exactly. You know, I mean, he, he gave money to that boy to go to and get him the goose at the end or whatever. Yeah, I, I'm he'd surprised be the, he didn't have a goose delivery. He have a gr- goose farm. Yeah, well, what's that? Isn't there, I don't know the name of it. There's a delivery service where you can call somebody and they'll pick stuff up for you. It's like in the big cities, like Seattle. It's like an Uber. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, food. but I, yeah, I oh, can't I think know, of it off the like top delivery. of my head. Yeah. I mean, yep. He could have started that in jolly old England. He would like, uh, have been like. He should have. know, uh, Then he wouldn't
1: have been so angry.
0: Exactly. You need a goose for Christmas. He wouldn't have
1: needed Tiny Tim. God bless us, everyone. I
0: don't think he needed Tiny Tim. I, to think, I kind of think Tiny Tim. I think that was a regret kind of thing. You know, when you see a really cute puppy and you're like, I need that puppy. That puppy needs me and it's adorable. And then the first time it piddles on your carpet or worse, yep. you're like, Punch it across out the room. Here. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. I would never. I'm not like you. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I have Christmas in my heart. <laughs> but, but, you know, you, you get upset with it. Tiny Tim, Scrooge had to carry him around all the time. He couldn't walk. It's like I mean I'm sure that's gotta hurt. He's old. He put him on his shoulder. He developed some sort of a cramp. He got a been what get, you know what though. Then.
1: That might be what keeps him alive. He's active.
0: I don't think so. I think he died shortly after that. <laughs> I, I Scrooge think, died, <laughs> dies in the epilogue
1: of A Christmas Carol.
0: <laughs> it's like and Scrooge was the happiest man that ever lived for all the Christmases to come, all one of them. But he, he never
1: saw another Christmas. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they sent him away for seeing <laughs> visions of ghosts, <laughs> like into some asylum. and well, We need to do we this need, movie. We,
1: well, we should, we should do an, a, a, a podcast episode just with epilogues of famous stories.
0: I'm literally going to write Scrooge 2. What happened to Scrooge after that? And it's going to be dark. <laughs> and that you're, is gonna you're be gonna go
1: darker <laughs> than even like the ghosts of christmas future did
0: that is gonna be one of somebody else's christmas favorites in a few years i just know it that's a really good idea yes yeah, i'm glad i thought of it all by myself without giving you any credit or giving you the financial profit once it becomes big
1: copyright josh nichols
0: tm <laughs> <laughs> register trademark etc uh so john let's talk about christmas favorites uh from our perspective so you know, songs, food, movies, uh, anything. Attire, ugly Christmas sweater. I mean, I don't know. I mean, what, what, what do you like uh, yeah, about yeah, you know,
1: What do you think of the whole ugly Christmas sweater fad thing?
0: I'm a bad person to ask because I host an annual uh, Christmas party. I'm usually the MC for it. And every year I buy a brand new costume. The first year I had three costumes. And I would change before each of it we had a white elephant a gift exchange and then trivia and all this stuff i changed and then each year i bought a brand new costume and then added it to the repertoire now i have like again full furry reindeer outfit Mm -hmm. uh license elf uh wolf wig, and an outfit and all these like big costumes and so i kind of get into that dressing stuff so i found this hideous Ugly sweater, and I rigged it with LED lights before that was a thing. Yeah, like yeah. I this was years ago where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna rig these up myself, and it was kind of a big deal, and I was proud of it, and I wear it a lot. I, I like it when you can dress up for stuff like that as a holiday cheer thing. I'm not as big fan of like a specific ugly sweater costume see, party.
1: See to me, like it, it used to be like, like you could go to a thrift store and find a gold mine you know find like that pe- that nugget that was just like a great ugly now christmas sweater mind it. and now yeah and now everybody's mined the, the thrift stores and like walmart target all the, these other stores are selling like what they would consider ugly christmas sweaters and to to me like the the thriftiness the yeah, the, the 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 uh age of the sweater really lends itself to the ugly christmas sweater i, I think the ugly christmas sweater thing is Maybe a little played out in, in the fact that so many people have like kind of embraced it. And, and it's of kind of taken hunt. the effect away, away from it.
0: The thrill of the hunt is exactly. kind of a big yeah. part of it. Also, and I was surprised. I was in a Christmas party recently, <laughs> and I'd say there's 20 people there. 15 of them had ugly Christmas sweaters. Not one was the same. Wow. And I would say that almost all of them were purchased from a retail store with it in that. Exactly. How did – I was surprised nobody showed up with the identical costume. I know no one will show up with my sweater unless they bought it in the 80s or bought that exact thing and then rigged it up with LEDs and then mm-hmm. bought a hat to go – Like I, I kind of feel like it's a diamond in the rough. It's its own unique shine. Yep. Nobody's going to have that one. And I think that's the thrill of the, the whole ugly sweater thing. So I think if you have a party that's more open, it's just like dress up however you want. I think you should to have more fun. Just, you just, might, uh,
1: just a general Christmas theme.
0: Yeah, general Christmas theme. You might have the people, you got a party of 50 people, 10 of them show up with Santa hats and think that's adequate. Send them away. You know, they can have their own party. Wow. You know, <laughs> if, if you're this not going to do better rules, than that, yeah, then get out. You know. Uh, you can get out. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy dressing up during the holidays, though. So I really do. So I kind of get behind the ugly sweater and thing in the sense that I like to kind of dress up, mm-hmm. but I just don't get into the what you're saying. You know, it's when it's, it's it's like okay, Facebook was really popular until kids' parents started to use it, and now they move on to a new yes, social media. Yeah, 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 You know, once it becomes kind of used trendy, by, yeah, yeah, it's trendy. It's like, hey, let's move on to the next thing. So that's my thing. What about
1: so? What do you think the Twitter of ugly Christmas sweaters will be?
0: The Twitter of ugly Christmas sweaters. Let's see. And Twitter's kind of John now. Yeah, it's Snapchat, Instagram, Instagram. now, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Okay, uh, let's see. The Twitter I'm Who
1: needs say, words?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think maybe it's going to be the uh, DIY type of Christmas stuff. I think it's going to get back to kind of... Um, just very elaborate, unique, almost so. Like knitting,
1: knitting could become a thing now.
0: Uh, uh, I wouldn't say knitting. I saw, for instance, uh, kind of on a Pinterest or something like that. Somebody made a costume for themselves. It was a snow globe, and so they made a base and a globe around them, and they had like styrofoam peanuts and like an air compressor, and it was like blowing them around, and they were inside their own snow globe.
1: So you think it's basically going to be two Halloweens?
0: Kind of. It's going to be kind of a challenge for the unique costume. But, but again, I, I think that once you get uh, making your own Halloween costume, it says something. You know what I mean? Versus yeah, 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 just yeah. buying at the store and yeah. just showing up that day. And so I think once it becomes, well, you can, anybody can just get that. Oh, let's go shopping the night before and grab something quick. No, uh, you, know, you got to put some thought and time into it. you know, you really got to get into it. I don't
1: know. No, yeah, idea. I mean, there is an appreciation of the workmanship and the effort that was put into a costume And like the creativity. That. Yeah.
0: And uh, I have never seen that before. Or oh, I'm going to do that next year. Or remember when we're in this other town for your family? Let's do that. Nobody will know I stole the idea. They'll think it's mine.
1: Yeah. And then I can take all the credit for it.
0: Absolutely. Theft at Christmas. I, I don't condone it, but I understand it. <laughs> Not retail merchandise, but ideas. thievery all the way. Uh, what <laughs> thievery is, all the way, what just like is, jingle all
1: the way, <laughs> thievery all the way.
0: And segueing into our favorite songs, wh- do you have a favorite Christmas song? Or are well, you know, like a ban on Christmas music?
1: Oh no, I, I I love Christmas music, and you know, growing up, uh, I mean, you had the classic, you know, Jingle Bells, Batman spells, Robin laid an egg, wow. Batmobile lost a wheel, and the Joker oh. got away. Wow. That was a classic when I was a kid, and loved I... it, loved it. <laughs> That Um,
0: song has about 100 different iterations Yes it does And 99 of them are terrible
1: (laughs) (laughs) But you know There are those Christmas songs that You know from about Thanksgiving Till like January 1st I I mean when do you think Christmas music is acceptable
0: Um I'm a bad person to ask And I'm going to give this little nugget of information I don't decorate I just don't I have a Funko Pop Baby Groot. He is a tree. We put a little miniature string of lights around him and a couple miniature packages I found at a craft store. That is our holiday decor. We've literally decorated the tree. That's it. Because I don't like to decorate because I don't want to take it down. I don't like the work of it. I don't care. And so Christmas music for me is similar to the decor. People are like, whoa, it's an hour or a minute past Thanksgiving. Quick, decorate. And I'm like, I don't care. Um... Oh, quick! Play the Christmas music. Let's yeah, turn yeah, yeah. it on in the mall yeah. because Black Friday is over. Eh, really? I mean, it's not a big deal for me. I don't mind that they start it early, but it can get really annoying if they play it too long.
1: Do you? Well, do you have a favorite Christmas song?
0: Um, if I'm gonna break it down this way, if I had to pick a classic, like traditional Christmassy stuff, Burl Ives is kind of a fun jolly guy, and I remember things from my Grudolf, and he Silver has...
1: Silver and gold.
0: He, he's got a pretty yeah. solid soundtrack yeah, yeah. of yeah. just you know those kind of songs, and they're kind of fun. And he's got a cool voice, so even songs that he didn't originate, I enjoy that. Um So I like those jolly ones a little better. I'm usually a soundtrack guy at Christmas. I can listen to the Jim Carrey How the Grinch Stole Christmas soundtrack. I'd be fine with that. It's got some great instrumental holiday, yeah. winterish sounds. It's got some... Uh, you know, contemporary bands that will be singing Christmas tunes. I'm okay with that. I'm also fine throwing out a little buble, getting a little you know that the little Michael, yeah, little Michael bubble, yeah, no. uh, little Michael bubble, having a little of those old time vocals. So I can't narrow it down to a song. I don't just go around humming one song all. all yeah, you all, know, all season.
1: I've got like my go tos. Like I-, I think a lot of people say, Mariah Carey, "All I Want for Christmas Is You" is like the greatest Christmas song of all time. I I don't know about that. Um a lot I really of like wrong. I really like The Beatles' Simply Having a, a Wonderful Christmas Time. Oh. Um that one uh you know a lot of like the the classic like churchy Christmas music like that I grew up like hearing at church and stuff was, was, was is is cool. Like mm-hmm. I I think that's kind of fitting. Um but uh I I really like you know like the Burl Ives, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's fun, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Frosty the Snowman. I, I,
0: <laughs> I think I like kind of the songs that are a little bit more upbeat and silly. I I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas is a funny, like, little ridiculous song. It's just, you know, it's got a weird voice to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. Like, these weird, like, songs, I think I kind of remember more from being a kid. And 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 there's not
1: really, like, any other time of year that has, like, its own type of music.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. Good point. And yeah. show. <laughs> Point made. <laughs> Credit. So so
1: I mean I, I think I think that's one of the reasons people really look forward to it is that from like Thanksgiving until January one is like when you hear this music and then it kinda goes away for the rest of the year. Are which you- which I, I think which I think adds to the kind of the allure.
0: Are you a bad human for listening to Christmas music outside of the Christmas season? Or are you a genius for bringing it into your life for a little bit of a boost when it's not during the traditional season? But would you listen to it in June?
1: Would it give you as much of a boost, though? I don't know. If you're listening to it year-round.
0: I mean, shopping networks have Christmas in July to start selling stuff early. I mean, maybe they just have holiday music. I don't know. Turn on a little bit of Burl Lives, middle of August. Silver and gold. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Like, yeah. I think it can kind of be an upbeat kind of thing. And it's non-traditional. It's like outside the the realm of what you do. I, I, for instance... When Would you watch
1: about, a Rudolph movie that was not set in like a snowy environment?
0: Just like Ru- Rudolph goes to on an African safari? Like I don't know. Like Rudolph
1: in, I don't know, uh, plays Jumanji. I, <laughs> I don't know. Rudolph, uh, sure, it'd be
0: kind of weird. And I don't want to get into it. But let's save this. Because I know that we have uh, a bit of a fight coming up in a future episode, yeah. and I think we should save that Rudolph for for that. Okay, all right. What do you think about Rudolph, though? Do you like that the claymation? Oh, I,
1: oh, that's to, to me that is like some of the the best uh, like kids stuff. Christmas. Yeah, I, I mean, it is some of the best kids stuff that's out there, especially around Christmas time, and and I think it's some of the 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 most quintessential, some of the most classic. Uh, children's entertainment, um, in, in like, yeah.
0: I, um, I really like. I mean, this is getting off the Christmas topic, but Sarah hates that claymation stuff. She's mm-hmm. not like any of those movies. But there is an Easter version, the Easter Bunny. Have you seen that? I,
1: well, I, you know what? I think I have seen it like in my periphery before, but I haven't like sat down and watched it. Like, I like I used so to be. So, I used to get so excited when Rudolph was on, and. It, it, you know, growing growing up on the ranch that I grew up on, we had three channels: PBS, NBC, and CBS. NBC was the only one that consistently came in well. But when it came to Christmas time, we did everything we possibly could to get CBS to come in. And if we couldn't get CBS to come in, we would go over to my grandparents' house to watch Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer because it was just like
0: That's what you quintessentially did. Christmas. It's it's a Christmas tradition. Um, I I think it's great. I love the Rudolph movie. I think for me, I I, I I've always been a fan of the Grinch, and so I kind of like that movie. And I was excited about the Jim Carrey version, so that's kind of a movie that I go to. See, and I but, could
1: watch the Grinch at any time of the year.
0: Uh which one? The cartoon or the Jim Carrey? The cartoon one. one. Like we, uh,
1: we growing up, I probably watched the Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Over two hundred times
0: because it was how a VHS did, that we had how, and we just watched the ever living. How did ever-living... you like the Jim Carrey one as compared to the animated? Do you think it like? I,
1: I, I, I thought the Jim Carrey one was pretty good. I I, I'm not, I loved I, it. I don't. I, I you know I I, I kind of liked uh, the the backstory like the history that they gave the Grinch because yep.
0: um, you know Anthony Hopkins narrating. But
1: that's the thing. Like they had to stretch a like a twenty two or a thirty minute cartoon gotcha. yep. into a full like feature film. And I think they did a good job with it.
0: Well, and also the cartoon stretched the book from, you yes, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, they kind of added a little bit of oomph to it as well. Um, I I love The Grinch. Actually, it was one of those weird things because one thing that kills the movie instant for for me, like instantly, I will just, I want to walk out of the theater, is if they have fast motion. If they've sped up the video to make it seem like somebody's doing something uh, fa- yeah, like yeah. Benny Hill. yeah. And there was a scene in The Grinch at the very beginning where the dog is biting him in the butt, and he's like running around chasing him, and they use fast motion. I almost died. I almost walked out. I'm so glad I didn't because everything else in the movie is great. But I almost, I almost gave up on it. Well, and that's like a deal breaker. The
1: young Grinch was played. Well, maybe you're not familiar with the show at all, but um, there was a show back on NBC in the early 2000s, late 90s called Passions.
0: I'm familiar with but of the show. And I the think actor. Timmy
1: from Passions played the young Grinch, correct? Like mm-hmm. he was the little yeah, yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, th- there was a, a little lot Easter of egg for everyone
1: out there listening.
0: A lot of interesting uh, actor. Tra- I mean, you had Molly Shannon, Jeffrey Tambor, yeah, uh, Christy Baranski. yeah, you know, Christine I mean? Baranski, Christine Baranski, yeah. um, lots of uh, you know some uh, talented actors, the McCain's infamous like taylor momson <laughs> like yeah, she kind of yes, went off yeah, the rails yeah. but yeah like uh kind of a lot of people in there uh so i enjoyed that
1: well i think it's a it's a beloved and, tale oh, it's a beloved it's a beloved uh many times told tale of now, christmas
0: I, I really enjoyed that movie because i thought they did a real good job of taking that that universe that was fictional from the book which was created into something more visual within the cartoon, which again looked different and felt yep. different. And then still keeping that it, it had that same look and feel. I was never a big fan of Cat in the Hat, like the books, but I thought the movie was terrible. And I'm a huge Mike Myers yeah, fan, yeah, but I was yeah. like, Ugh. it just didn't I don't know, it just, just felt didn't do it. Different. It felt wrong. It didn't feel like it. Well Cat me. in the Hat is a,
1: is an even harder book, I think, to adapt to like movies.
0: One of the problems is I, I, I don't think Mike Myers was a good choice. The cat in the hat was like very tall, slender, and lanky. Yeah. And Mike Myers is like short, furry, funny kind of thing. Like he's got this kind of like it just didn't even fit that I mean, mm-hmm. I should kind have of, I just thought the whole thing was weird. Whereas the Grinch, I was like, oh like I I, I felt like I was listening to the book or listening Why to do you the- hate cats? <laughs> well, um I don't know. Mainly because dogs are superior. Uh, they're superior pet they're not superior beings cats yeah. are far too smart <laughs> that's my problem with them is they're too smart they will do like like they they will get revenge it's like you do something bad to a cat they will hide stuff they'll call the auditors on you when you're not home mm-hmm. yeah. they will you know arson and blame it on you
1: little known thought uh, uh, well sorry not little, little known know, th- not little known thought <laughs> little, known little thought. Li- <laughs> Little known fact:
0: Is eggnog a favorite? The
1: majority freebie? of audit requests that yeah. the IRS, IRS yeah. receives yeah. Are, are from cats.
0: That was. <laughs> it's it's too bad it took so long. It's to too get bad that I a didn't get that, that out punchline.
1: clearly. Yeah. <laughs> wow.
0: You dip it in the eggnog, John. Is that one of your Christmas favorites?
1: Yeah. Uh, you you like know eggnog? what? I, it's all I'm right. Like, it's I'm, it's all I'm, right. I like I'm, it. I'm not I really mean, a huge eggnog no. partaker.
0: So, some of the interesting traditions and like favorites, like. Eggnog and fruitcake. Your eggnog originated? Don't like. No, I don't. From the nog of an egg.
1: Um, originally uh, started in Great Britain. Wow. I don't have any more information than that. <laughs> I just heard that. Uh, that was a <laughs> trivia question that I heard earlier today.
0: Oh well, thank you. John. Yeah, you're welcome. I will. I will, I will take that information. S- stick and that one in your noggin. Lose Jeopardy with it. <laughs> Because I'm sure that I will, rec- I will recall it incorrectly. Mm, actually, it was London. We were looking for London, not England. A little too broad, and uh, I'll lose the show. Do you have a favorite food? Do you have like a like a Christmas like that you know that's going to be made by your family or a uh, food that you just kind of have to have around
1: Christmas? You know what I really want to try is roast beast.
0: Wow. Okay, roast beast. Yeah, from really like from the, the, yeah, Grinch. the Grinch. The Grinch Christmas? It looks delicious. It it does. It and has
1: about not, 8 legs though.
0: I'm okay with that. If you're okay, I'm I'm more of a like white meat fan, but oh, if you okay. like legs, I mean, here's the thing. Like yeah. when you, at Thanksgiving, right? When somebody wants the leg, there's only two of them. You have 20 people over, what are you going to do? Fight to the death? Battle royale? What if you have a roast beast that has like eight legs? That's a good point. I mean, I think that's a 50/50 shot point. at getting a, a leg.
1: I think the who's were into, I think the who's were actually um the Seuss, the Seuss universe is probably set in the future after a, uh, years and years of genetic uh, engineering oh, for Jimmy, Ollie, for holiday just, yeah. meals. Well,
0: I mean, they've that's already That's what their mastered. economy is
1: based on actually Ge- is.
0: They've already mastered the she I think that I think that we as Americans are looking as the civilization of humans living on Earth. We're looking at, like, how do we get to the next planet, right? How do we get to the next planet and how do we live there? How do we sustain life because we're ruining all these finite resources we have? What if we build a machine to make us all so tiny that we can live on a little fuzz like Horton here's a Who, right? We would take up a lot less resources if we were that much smaller. And
1: that's what people in the Seuss universe did.
0: They didn't. They said, well, we've mastered genetic engineering. We've got roast beef. Let's shrink ourselves (laughs) to a uh, so that all of the resources that are finite are multiplied times a million because we're a million sizes smaller. I but there, our hearts did we, but our where, hearts
1: can be just as big. Where did we go off? That's the, the lesson from the Grinch. <laughs> our hearts can be just as big. It doesn't matter how small you are, but your heart can be big.
0: Yeah, uh, because and you can Christmas care about other people. Doesn't come from a store. Christmas perhaps means a little bit more. TM. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just
1: came up with that.
0: It's uh, you know, beautiful. I, I, I'm gonna say I adapt, I'm gonna say it's parody. It's parody. I actually, I, I, we we did a uh, a Christmas holiday special, like community theater thing, where we wrote a bunch of sketches and stuff, and we did all kinds of stuff. And we had such a hard time getting permission. There's only so much, much music we could use. Yeah, yeah. Um, and two of the songs that we did have in the show that were i mean technically copyrighted you can't use them without permission uh was um santa baby which we contacted the original writer who i guess the songwriter owned the original song okay he didn't yeah. sell it to a company so he was a self-published and so he was like i don't know 174 and we contacted him he's like oh sure use my song and i'm like that's funny this song is in like big movies yeah.
1: That movie's been that. That song has been recorded like a million times by a million different people, and this guy hasn't earned one dime on it because he's just given the rights away oh, to anyone yeah. that and, calls. Well,
0: and I think for us, thanks was, for calling it, to talk to me. Yeah, it was kind of one of those where it was like he was flattered, and he knew we couldn't afford it otherwise. Yeah. So that was one we got permission. The second one, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Which you're thinking? Whoa, copyright infringement! I did a parody. I wrote a whole song about Rudolph and how. It would be copyright infringement to sing it. So the whole song was about copyright infringement, okay. but singing it to the tune of Rudolph. I thought it was pretty clever. And, so, and you,
1: did you get it okay
0: I well I we didn't have to get it, oh, it was yeah, no, yeah. So yeah. we were able to use it. Maybe we'll have to have to sing that. We'll, we'll add it at the end of the the thing or something. Or maybe not. Do you have the audio maybe, recorded? Uh, maybe I'll put it on the the YouTube or the iTunes. The, the or the YouTube. stores. <laughs> The stores that sells things digitally, etc.
1: Those exist? <laughs> Apparently. I thought you had to, I thought all shopping was done at local businesses, Josh.
0: Truth. Well, I mean, we don't have to shop local on a podcast because we're worldwide. That's so, true. World is our local. Uh, John, last favorite. So we got songs, we got movies, we kind of got food, which we really didn't answer. Uh, garlic mashed potatoes. Garlic are, mashed that, I mean, oats. that's a go-to
1: at the Oderman house. Uh, ham. I love Christmas ham.
0: I, my favorite holiday Christmas food is a different food. It's one of those things for me. I feel like we've gotten into this kind of like "Mm, Thanksgiving. Gotta have a turkey. You know, Christmas, is going to be ham and mashed potatoes, you know, like that's every year. And I think that gets old. Like, I don't even look forward to it because it's the same exact thing. So, like, we do something different at Christmas today, uh, or today. Uh, like, this holiday season, I think we're doing um, a taco bar or something like that. Okay, yeah. yeah just something random, or we'll do Felice Feliz Navidad. Or, yeah, you know. So, we'll just do random things. So, last favorite. Do you have a favorite tradition within your family or a favorite memory of Christmas? I know that's hard to think of see I have memories of Christmas but I don't know that they're like
1: being so you ask the question you answer the question first well I got <laughs> while I think and try to collect my uh, thoughts I, here
0: I've got I've got two things one is a uh, kind of a favorite memory that's maybe more typical and or maybe un- atypical but and then another one's a not a favorite memory but I cannot think of Christmas without thinking about it I had a cousin who was getting a little rowdy during the holidays And head butted me in a region below my waist. Okay, and it was a terrible, terrible Christmas. Like it was like I need to go to the emergency room because I don't know how. It was the worst, and I I couldn't like go to school when it first started because I was like swoll. And I'm like, (laughs) and so every time Christmas happens and I see this cousin, I'm like, I remember that one time that I was wobbling everywhere I went. Yeah, I just butter my should wait dinner. till you're
1: like both 40 and payback.
0: <laughs> I, you know, but he at least suspects it.
1: <laughs> make sure you do it in front of his kids. Uh, yeah, that'd really yeah. shame him. My
0: favorite Christmas memory, though, it was a weird thing. I don't know why we decided to do something different for dinner. On Christmas, the bowling alley was open, and we went bowling and ate at the little greasy spoon yeah, that's diner awesome. that they had there. And it was it was like one of those best Christmas memories because we were just having fun. We didn't have to cook. We didn't have to worry about yeah. cleaning up. And it was such a weird thing, but we were actually able just to spend time together yeah. and talk and have fun. Yeah. Just one of those See, and
1: that's, and that's probably like the, my favorite part about Christmas is just getting the family together. I come from a family of eight kids. I'm the youngest of eight and just like getting everybody together. But uh, almost without fail, every Christmas, we will get a board game together where we'll play a board game as a group or like a, a couple of us will play a board game it always ends in tears wow well maybe not always but there's some maybe not always tears but there's definitely hard feelings and most of the time the the game that we play is monopoly oh, and uh I can it's, get bad fast. and that's that's how you know that your family is if you can play monopoly and still talk to each other afterwards
0: there's there's nothing better than the salty taste of tears on the holidays. I mean, that's just great. It's like gravy for that Christmas ham.
1: Plus, <laughs> it helps melt the snow.
0: <laughs> Truth. John, I- I'm going to say this to conclude here. I-, I like new stuff. Like I said, I like new food around the holiday season, I like new movies around the holiday season. I like new stuff. And I like new traditions. And my new tradition is every holiday season doing a holiday podcast with you.
1: Ooh. Merry Christmas bum, 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 to me. Bum,
0: bum, 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 bum. I wish we had better music at the end. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next time on Pop Culture Problems.